Uh, okay, I'm just going to do this. Uh, hello, gentle listeners. Welcome to Wish You All the Best. This is a personal podcast about modern dating from the perspective of a man who goes to therapy. Uh, we might we might workshop that intro. We'll see. We'll see if we'll see if that sticks. Um, hi, hello. I'm Scott, um, and this is my very super low production value podcast. Please, please lower your podcast expectations at the outset. I'm not going to have intro music. I'm not going to have editing. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, uh, this is very. This is going to be a very a very rough thing, uh, but if you're here, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, this podcast has been an idea that I've been kicking around for a while. If you're one of my friends, you've probably heard me uh, kind of babble about this a little bit. Um, uh, it's just sort of a creative outlet, a creative project um, to talk about uh, modern dating. Um, I just I have some I have some things to say. Uh, I hope they're not. I hope it's not just repackaged trauma. I hope it's actually useful. Um, I do think this is a conversation that um, you know uh, that that deserves contribution, right? I don't think I'm like the definitive view here, but I do think it's good for people, especially men, to kind of open up this conversation and to talk about this stuff. Um, uh, I think there's a lot of positive things that can come from that. So here I am trying to do that. Um, I did, I created a TikTok over the summer. I, I got COVID and was between two jobs and had nothing to do. So I made a TikTok and started talking about this stuff a little bit. And there were a few hundred people who, who tuned in and, and kind of wanted to hear what I had to say, which was, uh, uh, lovely and the very kind people to 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 do that. Um, but also, <laughs> TikTok as a medium is just absurdly addictive. Like it's a social media platform that is it's just bananas. Um, and also, it's very the content there is very short form. So uh, three minutes is a long time on TikTok. And I think a lot of ideas around kind of the modern dating scene um, deserve more than than three minutes. So I'm trying this podcast thing. We'll see how it goes. Um, thank you for being here. I do, I have a few, uh, a few lovely people. Uh, I do have kind of a, I don't want to say a lineup, but um, a few lovely people who I've talked uh, I've talked to about this idea and they've agreed to come on and talk to me about it. Um, and they're, super awesome. And, um, yeah, so this isn't going to be just me talking to a microphone. Uh, I'm hoping that most of what I put on here, uh, will be me talking to awesome people about, um, interesting topics around dating. Um, so look forward to that, but yeah, this is mostly, um, kind of my take or my perspective, uh, on, on this issue. Um, so right. So why me, who am I, why am I qualified? Um, to talk about this, well, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think modern dating has changed quite a lot in the past five, ten years, um, and certainly during the pandemic, um, dating apps have really changed 
the impact of dating apps, I think, has really intensified during the pandemic. Uh, and I think we've really seen that I think dating culture uh, change, which is to say, you know, I, I just don't think there are that many kind of like peer reviewed scientific studies about this stuff. I mean, there are certainly some, but um, I think basically, I think I'd like to think that any perspective or any um, contribution ought to be welcome in this space, maybe. Um, anyway, I, I, I definitely don't have like the hard credentials um, to to have to be like a voice of authority here. Um, but I've put a lot of time and effort into talking to folks about this, and it's been really interesting. And so I kind of wanted to um, share that with anybody who. Uh, it wants to listen to something like this. Um, so my, my story, just so you know who I am and where I'm coming from, um, I'm a 44-year-old straight man. I have been on and off the dating apps uh, cumulatively for like six plus years over the past decade or so. Um, I did meet an amazing woman uh, on OkCupid about a decade ago. Um, that... Uh, um, that did end up in divorce. Uh, that's not something that uh, I'm going to talk about here. Um, uh, she's super amazing. She's doing great. It just didn't work out. Um, but you know, I've been I've been in the dating market um, about about ten years ago for a few years, and then sort of during the pandemic, um, for and you know wherever we are now uh, for about for about three years. So I feel like I've been kind of swimming in these waters, uh, for, a for a good, for a good amount of time. Um, I'm also, uh, I'm also probably too picky for my own good. Um, which means I think I've had, uh, I, yeah, there's probably a lot to unpack there. Maybe that's a future episode, but I do, I do think that me trying to put myself out there and kind of trying to make dating a priority in my life in, um, tried to do that in a healthy way. Um, but having done it for a good span of time and trying to make it a real priority for myself, um, has given me, I think a lot of experience, um, and, uh, and insight and I hope useful, uh, advice, uh, particularly for men. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I think, uh, that, that that's why I'm here trying to do this, this podcast thing. Uh, so right, like, why do I think, uh, why do I think there's room, or why do I think there's space in the conversation for this kind of perspective? Um, if you're a single person and you're on the internet, or if you're not a single person and for some reason interested in this stuff, I think you bump into the three big buckets of dating content on the internet. Um, there is, uh, there's like sort of feel good, supportive, general dating content. Um, I, I like this stuff a lot. Um, a big example that I like is the dateable podcast. Um, it just tends to be interesting people talking with interesting people about big picture dating market stuff and dating culture, uh, modern relationships, that kind of thing. Um, and I, I like this content a lot. Uh, it's really positive. It's, it's really coming from like a supportive place. Um, my only thing about it is that I think it is primarily geared towards women. Um, I think there are aspects of modern dating that um, 
that are i think there are aspects of the of a, the ma- man's experience in modern dating that are a little unique uh and i you know i'm definitely not like boohoo we should all feel bad for for straight men um because you know we shouldn't but i think there is there are things to consider and there is work that we can do and there are kind of I want to say like particular pitfalls that um, really kind of are only there for uh, for straight men in the modern dating kind of culture or, or market, if you will. Um, so yeah, I think this is a little different than that. Um, but that's okay. So that's one type of content, this sort of feel good, supportive, general dating stuff, which I love. Find that stuff, subscribe to it. I do love it. Um, the second sort of bucket of dating content is comedy. And this is this is usually women making fun of men, uh, usually uh, usually men's dating profiles. Sometimes it's like horror stories of men behaving poorly on dates. Um, a lot of it is just men having low effort dating profiles on, you know, whatever dating app, uh, you know. Um, I think this stuff is funny. It's, I think it's, a, comes from a positive place. I think it's really supportive. I think it's aimed at sort of, you know, letting women know that they're not alone, that it's difficult. Um, but it's not, you know, this sort of serves from a man's perspective, these sort of serve as telling you, these sort of serve to tell you what not to do. Um, but they don't often give a whole lot of insight into, what should you do? How should you navigate uh, dating culture? Um, so anyway, there's a comedy comedy bucket. Um, and the third bucket is the worst one. And this is sort of like the manosphere, red pill kind of uh, pipeline to incel alt-right weird, like, you know, <sighs> content for impressionable young men. And it's usually you know, pickup artist stuff or, you know, creators who want to sell you some sort of like vitamin supplement that's way too expensive. It's, it's usually snake oil. Um, this stuff makes me really mad. I, it, it, it frustrates me that it's as successful as it is because of the way social media works. I think sometimes it's hard to tell how like genuinely successful it is. Um, because a lot of the outrage around why it's so wrong, I think can serve to amplify the message instead of, um, you know, kind of ostracizing it, which is, I think what we ought to do. Um, but I do think it's, I mean, I, I, it's hard to tell how many people are paying attention to it because they believe it's true and how many people are paying attention to it because they think it's so wrong. Um, but I do think I, I don't think it's a it's an outrageous claim to say that there are a lot of lonely men, um, particularly younger men, um, but not just younger men. There are a lot of lonely men out there who subscribe to a really like toxic, adversarial, hurtful, and like unproductive view on modern dating and and how men and women should relate to each other. So right, there's a whole there's the whole manosphere kind of bucket of of content out there. And so I kind of think I'm, I'm certainly not the first man to do this. I think there are a lot of content creators out there who are talking about this stuff in a healthy way. 
Um, but I guess I just felt like there's room for more. And so here I am trying to add my voice to that chorus. Um, and that's, you know, uh, <laughs> the shorthand I use is like men who go to therapy, but like men who are trying to figure out how to find genuine connection, how to, how to continue to be sort of the best versions of ourselves that we can be and navigating the real world, the modern dating world, um, to try and find someone amazing, someone awesome, um, in a, in a healthy, sustainable, positive way. Um, because that's not easy to do. Uh, so yeah, I guess let me segue into kind of big picture, my philosophy on modern dating real quick, just to give you an idea of where I'm coming from. Um, and this is kind of, kind of what, what most of this podcast will be about. Um, and this is basically just like what, what I see as the challenges, uh, in, in modern dating culture. Um, so I think first and foremost, like you, you really can't talk about dating, modern dating without talking about the dating apps. Um, I think, I think maybe five, 10 years ago, the dating apps were something that some people used. Um, and you had friends with success stories. I was one of the success stories. Um, you know, but it was something that like some people used, not like a lot of people. Um, and I don't know if it's just sort of like the gradual, expansion of the apps or people being more on their phones. Uh, certainly the pandemic had a big impact on this, but the dating apps are now a, a really, really significant way to meet people. Um, and I think there are a lot of people who sort of see the dating apps as kind of the only way to meet people. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so yeah, you know, the dating apps are a big part of the challenge. Um, and they're growing in popularity. And the reason this is part of the challenge is that I, I, I really think the apps are not a great way to make a genuine human connection. Um, and I'm just gonna, that's gonna be a theme in a lot of these episodes um, is I really, um, I've deleted all the apps. I got rid of them uh, about, I think six-ish months ago. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of, a lot of ideas, a lot of stories around why I think the apps are just not a great way to meet people. Um, and that's a big challenge because when most people are using an online app to try and participate in the dating market, and if like, let's say hypothetically, if, if I'm right, that it's a bad way to meet people, most people are, are having a really frustrating time, uh, trying to do you know, the important work of, of finding a romantic partner. So that's a big thing. Uh, beyond just the apps, I, I do think it's important to talk about kind of social media and modern living. Um, I mean, that's a, obviously a huge umbrella statement, but like, um, I think more and more, uh, we're seeing a trend, at least I think for, uh, I, I guess I should say from my perspective and the people around me, like, uh, generally people who are lucky enough to be, um, pretty well educated. You can move for jobs. You probably moved for, um, uh, education purposes. You probably live in a big ish city. Um, but a lot of big cities, especially in America are very suburbanized and, and anyway, so more and more, I think the big picture issue here that I want to kind of point to, um, is, is just that it's harder and harder to 
build community. It's harder and harder to find and build and grow and have a healthy sense of community. Um, this is this is actually pretty well documented. Um, um, reading Vivek Murthy's uh, uh, book called Together, which is just sort of all about this loneliness epidemic. Um, I think this loneliness thing impacts men, um, particularly younger men, but I think older men too. Um, loneliness impacts men more and more, uh, and we're only seeing that increase. Um, but I think it's impacting everyone. Um, the way modern life has sort of evolved, uh, it's it's hard to be to spend quality time with the people you love. It's hard to be close to the people who matter most, um, and. I think that's because of um, geography, because of opportunities to move around geographically. Um, I do think it also is related to social media. I think it's, I don't think you can ignore that as a part of this whole issue. Um, uh, and, you know, community is a really important human need. Um, it's something that, that I think is, I think this is a big picture issue. I think we're going to look back on this period of time and and see community um, as a as kind of a big picture issue, a big thing that we were sort of grappling with. Anyway, th that's a big, huge uh, issue. Uh, I'm not going to be able to cover all that, but I do think that general issue, um, of course, impacts dating. Uh, I also think uh, something that's that's worth considering and something important is the continued progress of feminism. Um, uh, there's a great book called "For the Love of Men" by Liz Plank that I read, and it really it really changed my perspective on um, on this issue, especially around dating. Um, but I think in general, uh, in Western society, we've seen uh, we've seen a big shift in what, uh, women are kind of quote unquote allowed to be in their lives, what they're allowed to strive for, um, you know, what they're, what they're going for in life. And that's, you know, moving away from just being a homemaker, moving away from being kind of more objectified, moving away from being like, you know, if you go back far enough, being actual property, and then we can debate like how far you have to go to, <laughs> to, have as well anyway there's a lot to unpack there um but we're moving more towards women being um equals in society um and there's a lot to unpack there you know are we there yet yeah, the whole debate but like that progress is in my view a really really positive thing um there are a lot of difficulties around it um because you know like these days women are expected to be everything um uh, mothers in particular, we put so much on mothers. It's, it's bananas. That's a whole podcast, but we are making progress. I think, I think in general, it's, it's safe to say that there is good positive progress. Um, yeah, that, that feminism is making in society, but for men, I think, and, and Liz Plank in that book for the love of men talks about this a lot. Um, men, we are having a hard time or it's not really clear, I guess I should say. It's not really clear how we adapt to that changing world, how we change what we're looking for and what our expectations are now that the expectations for women are are changing. Um, and it, that's a hard thing to talk about, and it's not always exactly clear um, uh, you know, what that 
what that means for us just in life in general. Um, but certainly in dating, so many of the traditions or expectations or kind of, I don't say rituals, but so much of dating is rooted in the way that men, men and women relate to each other. I mean, obviously. And so if the ideas of what a woman can be expected to do or what a woman should be expected to do or what is fair or equitable or, or kind of what the norm is, if that is changing so if that is changing a lot that really changes the landscape for uh for modern dating and i think that's an important thing for for men to look at and to understand um so anyway that's another piece of it that i think that i think is worth discussing here and i, I think uh and I'm, I'm sure there's more than just these three but like the the third kind of piece of the big challenge is that i, I think generally speaking as men we are not socialized to talk about this stuff we're not i mean you know, it's different for everybody, but in general, I think men are not given the the tools, the vocabulary, the permission to talk about what can be very emotional, vulnerable, painful stuff. And so there's that initial challenge of, well, okay, if I want to do this stuff, if I want to like talk to a therapist or like, uh, or if I want to talk to a good friend about uh, these issues to 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 feel supported to to get input to get a different perspective you know to 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 feel validated to not feel so alone in in some of these emotions and some of these ideas and some of these difficulties right if I want to connect to well the, you know, the first difficulty is actually deciding that I want to try and do this work of look at my emotional life look at my um you know, the challenges that I'm having with that, admit that I'm having emotional challenges with this stuff, right? That, that first hurdle is a big one for a lot of men. Um, but the bad news is <laughs> that even after you decide you want to try and take that hill, even, even when you want to decide that you want to do that work for yourself to look at that emotional side of your life, to talk to someone, maybe a therapist, maybe a friend, or, or even just like do the reading, like start to look at that part of your life and consider that it's something that you need to work on. Once you've done that work for yourself, the next step, and I think this can even be a more difficult step, is you need to find other men in your life with whom you can have those conversations. It's it's great to have those conversations with women. I, I think it really is great. But like, I think to an extent, the people who are going to understand that challenge the best and the people who are going to enable you to feel seen and the people who are going to be able to validate you and the people who are going to be able to support you through that process are other men who have decided to do that work, to, to work on having that vocabulary, to work on pushing through, uh, pushing through, you know, whatever barriers there are to talk about that stuff. Um, you need to find those other men who are willing to to go there uh, with you. And you know, the I, I just think the bad news there is that that's a that's a big challenge. So, like, not only are we waiting for more individual men to take that seriously, but we're also waiting for more individual men to be in social circles or to have those kinds of friendships where they can productively have community, have friendship, have validation. Uh, and to do that work 
together. And I think in general, I mean, you know, not all women are perfect at this, but I do think in general women are uh, sort of socialized or, you know, however you want to, whatever the reason is, I think in general, it's safe to say that women are better at this than, than men. So anyway, I, I think that's a third sort of component of why this stuff can be really challenging um, and challenging in a unique way uh, for, for men. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the big picture. Uh, uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, the, the big picture. Well, what I want to say, like, I, I, that's a big picture view on what I think the challenge is and why I think it's worth it to have this kind of conversation, uh, for specifically for men. Um, I don't, this is not, I definitely don't want to exclude women. Um, most of my followers on TikTok are women. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you're a woman and you're hearing this and uh, there's an episode that you like that you wish a man in your life uh, would hear, um, I hope you'll share it. Uh, yeah. So so finally, the title. Um, I'm calling this Wish You All the Best. Um, and this came to me because like, as you're going through the dating process and you're going on first dates and second dates and you're trying to meet people and you're putting yourself out there, uh, you know... Yeah, 99% of the time, it's it's not going to work out. And someone's going to say to the other person, hey, listen, I think you're really great. I don't want to ghost on you. But I don't see this as a romantic thing. Or, you know, whatever you say, uh, you go through the, <laughs> I find the often painful process of letting someone down as kindly as honestly, and in, in, in the best way that you can. And this is always a really tough uh, part of the process, at least for me. Um, but I've found that people will often use the phrase, wish you all the best in some way. And it's become sort of this bittersweet thing where, you know, when they say wish you all the best, what they're saying is, sorry, you're not the one for me. And I don't have time or bandwidth to keep you in my life. So goodbye, please go back to the apps and keep swiping and find someone else um, because you're not it for me. Um, and so it's a little funny, I think, but, but really like, you know, the phrase, I wish you all the best. I, I think it's correct. I think we should be wishing each other all the best. I think there is a way, I hope there is a way for us to, for us in the dating world and gosh, maybe even society at large, but like, shouldn't we want the best for each other? Like, don't we want to live in a world where everyone else is able to find their way and, and find happiness and joy. And like, it doesn't cost me anything for all the other people, for all the other men on in the dating world to, to find their person, right? Like we're all sort of looking for, I think, um, well, I should say many of us are looking for, right. That one, not that one, but, a a unique, awesome, healthy connection. Uh, nothing is perfect, of course, but, you know, we're, we're all doing, if we're all out here, um, doing the tough work of trying to date, uh, shouldn't we wish each other the best? I think we should. Um, so anyway, that the, the title is of the podcast is wish you all the best. Um, yeah, because you see it pop up in, in the, in those text messages where someone is saying goodbye. Um, but also I do, I, I, I do wish you all the best and I think we should wish each other the best. And, and I want to wrap this up on, on a positive note, um, because despite all these challenges, despite all the 
new and weird and I think maybe unexpected ways that modern dating has become more difficult. Um, I am stubbornly optimistic about modern dating. I think I think now more than ever. I, I'm so excited to be single now and trying to find a relationship at, at this point in history because I think now more than ever in the past, and I and I only hope it continues more and more into the future. I think it's more possible than ever to find an awesome, deep, meaningful, amazing, healthy connection with a partner that is that's not about objectification or ownership or societal pressures. I think now more than ever it's possible to find a relationship that's about two human beings really enjoying each other, supporting each other, growing together. Um, now more than ever, we have more vocabulary and it's, uh, you, know, you know, people are talking more and more about, we're getting better at understanding ourselves and how we work in relationships. There are more and more people um, raising awareness of uh, the difficulties of relationships and what you should be looking for um, in, a, in a partner or in a relationship and the things that work in the long term. Um, so yeah, it, more, more, now more than ever, it feels possible to find a really amazing, to find, and I should say grow, to find someone with whom you'll be able to create and grow, uh, an amazing, changing, lasting partnership, um, that will, that'll last a long, that will last and be healthy and be fulfilling for you, uh, for a long, long time for the rest of your life. Um, and I know that so many people in my parents' generation, grandparents' generation probably found that. And I, and I love that. Um, but I think, I just think our odds are better now. Um, so I'm really optimistic about it overall. I don't want to, I don't want to come across as all, all doom and gloom. Um, so that optimism is something that I'm always going to try to, uh, try to bring to the table, uh, in these podcasts. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this welcome episode. Um, uh, I hope this turns into something awesome and I hope it's, it's helpful in some way. Um, I definitely hope that it is not just, uh, you know, repackaged trauma like me <laughs> sort of giving advice that is really just me complaining about how hard it is to be single. I really hope it's not that I'm going to do my best to make it not that. Um, and yeah, I just want to kind of contribute to a conversation in a way that I hope is healthy. Um, and, and I do want to aim this primarily at men cause that's, I mean, that's the perspective that I can really speak to, uh, I think most authentically just because that's me. Um, so yeah, welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you find, uh, find this useful. Um, if nothing else, I just, I, I just want men out there to know that, uh, you're not alone in going through, what can be a really difficult thing, men and women, of course, but I guess again, primarily men, um, because we should be, we should be supporting each other, my dudes. Um, so yeah, hope you find it useful. And until next time, I wish you all the best.